0: Welcome to Washington In Focus, powered by the Center Square and a production of America's Talking Network. I am Jeremy Lott, regional editor of the Center Square Newswire for Washington State. To support great podcasts like this one, please donate by clicking the link in the show description. Today, I am joined by Brett Davis and Spencer Pauly. Raylan Riccardi, which rhymes with Havarti, is off this week. Have you ever come down with something in the middle of a staff meeting? That happened to me. Yesterday, I got the chills. I had to excuse myself to go put a hoodie on. Thankfully, it was a Zoom meeting, so no colleagues were infected. <laughs> but that didn't stop the pestilence from descending. Brett said that this will be the sickest podcast ever, and he wasn't wrong. We all have various ailments. Yeah, I don't know. I, at some point, I want to write a book about playing hurt, because uh, I've done it so much of my life. And uh, uh, I, I really think that it's, it's a thing that like managers need to think about. You know, like, what should you expect? you know, when people are, are not at their best, but are still putting an effort, you know? And, uh, I don't know. I also think think? it's
1: just funny that we're always sick on Fridays, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It always looks bad, but but
0: we're we're like, we're actually working. Like we're not calling out. We're just like,
2: (laughs) yeah, okay, we'll do this. You know, I think it's funny that I was supposed to host the podcast last week because you were out Jeremy and then I got sick and I lost my voice. So that pretty much put a grip in that idea.
0: Yeah no I mean we the, we're not entirely certain Brett's going to last we're we <laughs> we assigned light duty this week to him uh, when he came back and uh uh you know we have a couple items on the podcast and then I you know he's, he's very Welcome to nope out after that if he wants to just because <laughs> his voice thing is uh it's it's problematic as the kids it's, say
2: it's varied from not existing at all to sounding like Darth Vader at the end of Return of the Jedi after he's dying when he gets hit with the Emperor's lightning so
0: yeah I mean time, so. so yeah that's been that's been a week the week that was specific but it makes sense the week that was the week <laughs> it is so. All right, well we will we'll, we will uh, uh not tempt to fade any further. We're going to start with a Brett story. Uh Seattle to lift COVID-19 emergency proclamation at the end of October.
2: Yes. So th- there's this there's more to this story, right? I mean, this isn't just Seattle acting alone, right? No, they're uh, doing it to coincide with uh, Governor Inslee deciding to end the state's uh, state of emergency at the end of October, yeah. end of this month. I had actually almost forgotten that it with the uh, emergency proclamation was still in effect until the end of the month. I know that we did a story on that, you know, the governor making the announcement last month, but yeah. it hasn't gone into effect yet. So we are still under the state of emergency. And yeah. so Halloween. So no wonder we're all sick, you know. Right. <laughs>
0: So on Halloween, we were supposed to get a treat. <laughs> <laughs> That's the idea. It's like we get we get our freedom back, you know? That's so right.
2: <laughs> how magnanimous but, of the yeah, government.
0: And, unless they decide to do a new proclamation, in which case it's a trick.
2: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so you'd um, be surprised if that happened. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Hard to say at this point.
0: So right. what is, what's, you know, Seattle's lifting it. What, what does that mean? They've lifted some stuff. They're lifting other stuff. What, right. what so kind be, of stuff is
2: being lifted? The, the, uh, so have some of the restrictions having to do with property evictions and tenant liability and uh, premium pay and paid sick time for food delivery drivers that that will be changing. Okay. So let's see co- commercial renters. Uh, so for example, property owners negotiating payments to limit, limit evictions and Uh, limits on commercial tenant personal liability they'll expire six months six months after the end of the emergency proclamation so some of the stuff's going to hang on for a little bit
0: Uh, okay like a really really bad
2: cold right yes (laughs) good analogy well well played jeremy yeah one tries so you know so so food delivery food delivery drivers and gig workers uh i think they're, they're getting premium pay for food delivery but that'll end on november november 1st so okay
0: I mean, I'm going to ask you to speculate about something, because um, mm-hmm. I don't think you know the answer, but what, so Inslee, as you said, it, he, it was a while ago that he said, "Okay, as
2: of October 31st, we're we done, right?" I believe that was on September 8th. Yeah. Why did it take
0: Seattle so long to be like, okay, yeah?
2: <laughs> you know, it's a good question. I hadn't really thought about that. Come okay. On. Yeah, and maybe, I just, they're, maybe they're just following Seattle's lead.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I was just, you know, scratching my head and being like. Okay. I mean, why didn't you do it like the day of or the day? Why, why wait till now, you know?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. I actually have no idea.
0: Maybe it's worth, uh, you know, firing out at someone and see if we get an answer. Who knows? I think you're
2: right. Because
0: yeah, we are in the question asking business. That's true. We are. Yeah.
2: So <laughs> whether or not people answer, that's a whole other...
0: Yeah, that's 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 a... That's they're, they're right in there Therein lies the rub or something. That's right. So... Next story by you is, uh, Governor Inslee ranked last in Cato Institute's fiscal policy report card. <laughs> That's that right. last out of 50. There's That's 50 right. governors. He's the worst
2: accor- uh, uh, for, you know, fiscal policy,
0: according to the Cato Institute.
2: Right. So the, the Cato Institute put out this study recently looking at, uh, you know, governor's performance in terms of taxation and spending policy since 2020. And they did it on a 100 point scale. And, uh, <laughs> Our governor got a, a whopping 28 points, which is obviously an F grade. And he came in dead last. <laughs> so Ouch. we're all very proud.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, I, I did notice there's a trend. Was,
2: I think that, wasn't it, the three bottom governors were actually yes, West Coast governors? like California, Oregon, and Washington. So, yeah. And so. this is nothing new for Inslee. Apparently, he's gotten an F in uh, a lot of the recent uh, reports they've done back in see, 2014, 2016, yeah. 2018, 2020. He got an F.
0: <laughs> I don't remember him coming dead last, though. Yeah, I don't know if
2: he came in dead last, but he's a uh, he's on the F train. So okay.
0: All, right. <laughs> All right, then. And what did the what did the governor's office say uh, when when we you know said so? Hey, how do you uh, how do you like that F grade?
2: <laughs> so yes, I always have fun contacting the governor's office, getting their responses to these sorts of things. So I talked to Mike fault the governor's spokesperson. Well, I didn't talk to him; I emailed him because my voice is going in and out, and nobody wants to talk to me right now anyway. <laughs> Yeah, he said he basically said it's a pretty subjective take from a highly ideological organization. Uh, He went on to say it assumes all revenue and spending are bad period, regardless of context, public support or results. The methodology even dings governors for changes in cigarette taxes, which have broad public support. So I think it's safe to say he is not a fan of the study or its methodology.
0: Okay, well, light one up for that study then. Okay, Um, but maybe not today with us. us, uh, Very under the weather. So, um, all right, so we're going to move on to Spencer here. Um, and and I think that the theme of this story is not in my backyard. No, uh, sir. No, sir. It's Pierce County officials object to two potential airport locations. Not one, but two. What happened the
1: two, Uh Basically, uh, uh, Washington's Department of Transportation is looking for a potential airport location because they mm-hmm. say uh, the SeaTac or just the Seattle's airport is on track to exceed its capacity by 2050, which seems far away, but you know, they're keeping ahead. But anyway, <laughs> it really takes a, a really
0: l- long time to plan an airport.
1: <laughs> exactly. So they uh, formed a list and they just included two Pierce County green spaces mm-hmm. uh, as potential spots for a new airport. Yeah. And basically <laughs> Pierce County put a joint uh, letter out there from council members and the executive saying, we don't think you should do that. (laughs) They say that's because there's no infrastructure there. They don't have any ways of transportation to those exact areas that are Mm -hmm. in East east and Central Pierce County. And they say it's bad for the environment, you know, yes, pollutions and everything like that. And it'll hurt the local salmon, quote unquote. It's always about the salmon.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, I think what they need to do is to bulldoze the airport so the salmon can can flow freely, right? Yes. Yeah. That's how it
2: goes. That plan sounds fishy, Jeremy. <laughs> Damn,
1: Brett. Even when you're sick, you always got one. <laughs> I know. I try.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I don't. I, you know, this isn't the piece that I edited because uh, I was again, sick. Were you um, sick? So, yeah. This, actually, I, I did. Uh, you know, send a letter up the ch- a, a, a message up the chain asking uh, a certain uh, supervising editor if he would take that one because I did not feel up to it at the moment. Uh-huh. Um. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. Is there anything about this uh, story that surprised you or delighted you?
1: To me? Yeah. I just think it's funny when it seems like county officials are like, please do not try to build an airport in our area. We do not want that. <laughs> it reminds yeah. me of um, Denver. The Denver airport is nowhere mm-hmm. near Denver, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I bet they had the same issue there.
2: <laughs> yeah, a lot But of I, I think
1: it's, it's, sorry, it's just like ahead. a clash, it seems, of, like, state departments versus county departments or just county officials it's a clash yeah. right there it's, it's interesting to see that firsthand here
0: there was a uh, many many moons ago There, were there they were trying to figure out what to do when you know the the kingdom was going to be brought down and they were going to be building some kind of a uh, thing for both the the seahawks and the mariners and, and briefly it was thought, well what you know let's not do them in the same place you know mm-hmm. um and uh uh, there was one area that was looked at and Hey, maybe we could do it there. The problem was there were more lawyers per capita in that area than anywhere else. And the lawsuits would have been prohibitive. So they didn't. Do
1: <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Lo- so. Most lawyers per capita.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Too many lawyers. We don't want all those lawsuits. Forget it.
1: You have to consider that now <laughs> in yeah. the future. So,
0: yeah. So, um, all right. So our next one is, uh, this is, uh, this is some, Enterprise reporting by Spencer here. Extra staff to clear tax exemption backlog denied in King County's proposed budget. What what happened here, Spencer?
1: So basically, uh, when King County, the executive Dow Constantine put out his proposed budget, um, just looking through so many pages of it, you see that there's a designated section for what they didn't fund. Mm-hmm. And number one was that the King County Assessor's Office requested additional funding to hire staffing to clear a backlog of senior yeah. property exemptions
0: applicants. Okay, and what is a senior property exemption?
1: Basically it's seniors who make less than 60,000 can't apply mm-hmm. so that they don't have to pay high in property taxes, okay. which are, keep increasing in the County. You got to think they're on fixed incomes and stuff. So yeah. let's say, so let's say they, you can't, make, they can't afford to pay more basically. Mm-hmm. Let's say you make like you have a set income of 60,000 and a good chunk yeah. of that goes to property taxes. You're left. Mm-hmm. Trying to live off of, you know, maybe I, don't, I can't give an estimate, but it's Less. not enough money. <laughs> yeah. But basically, they didn't. They couldn't fund them. Um, they said it was because of state limitations. Um,
0: yeah, well, I, I mean, I, I read about the. They're talking about state limitations. The the executive got back to us and said. Uh, w- w- we asked for you know a comment. They said, "Well, because the the state only lets us tax in a few ways, right? Mm-hmm. And property tax, and I, I, what was I, whatever the the other one was, and um." You know, so we can't just easily tap another revenue source to just pay for stuff all willy nilly. <laughs> I'm like, boy, <laughs> that's going to that's going to be great for like a bunch of seniors who are trying to, you know, eke out an existence. And and it was it wasn't just a, if I remember rightly, it's 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 seniors. And there's also like people on disability and disabilities.
1: Dis- yep veterans
0: uh, that are you know mm-hmm. that have been disabled and you know like so the 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 assessor's office basically so look we need we need to do a good job of doing this we need a few more people and um you know the county said no that'll hurt our revenue stream forget it yeah uh, I, I
1: wish i wish the assessor was able to talk to me we set up something but it just didn't work out but if eventually i can talk to him you know yeah, one, some one some of our, questions,
0: our questions that uh that we would like you to, to answer mr assessor is so if people are in the pipeline for an exemption can, can it be retroactive once it's finally granted? We, we, we want to know the answer to that question.
1: So mm-hmm. That'll be a big one right there.
0: Yep. So, all right. Our next story is Bellevue to go big on homeless spending with federal dollars. What happened here?
1: It's just basically a tale of two cities, it seems. It's a city of Bellevue, which we call Expensiveville. They mm-hmm. are using our uh, American Rescue Plan Act funds, which is just federal dollars. They're yep. using... 10 million that they still have from 20, mil, 20 million they initially received. And they're just using it towards human services. It's a broad term, but basically they're going to try to work on their homeless issue. Yeah. Which I think when, when I was looking at the story, I was comparing it to neighboring Seattle. And it's just you're comparing Seattle, which is a beast for homelessness issue, but
0: to Bellevue, I, which is almost a beauty when it comes to this sort of thing.
1: I, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's just kind of interesting to see that. Bellevue might have just looked at what CL did because CL used all of their one-time federal dollars towards funding, you know, their homelessness initiatives and what have you. And now they have a giant $140 million revenue gap <laughs> that they which, face which because gonna, of the,
0: which we are going to get into,
1: we are going to get into that. It's, it's something I talk about a lot here, but
2: yeah,
1: I think, and then Bellevue might've looked at that and said, well, let's just hold on to our federal dollars here <laughs> and, <laughs> and spread it out over a across a couple budgets. So I think that's what they're doing here this, uh, next, uh, two years in their proposed budget.
0: Okay. So good deal. Um, so yes. And that leads us to our final story of the day. Seattle assembles work group to address $140 million revenue gap. Now, if I understand this correctly, and I may be wrong, the Mm -hmm. mayor in his budget said, here's how you fix the revenue gap basically. And, but they're also doing this as well. And so you might have like two competing squabbling, uh, body is basically arguing over how you, you know, square the circle.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's basically, uh, Harold, Harold's proposed budget because m- me and other media members keep talking about this revenue gap that they face, but his proposed budget basically makes cuts, uh, to different city departments to try to like close that gap, but yeah. it's still going to be prominent there. So he is forming this coalition of city officials, um, community members. These are like business owners, uh, nonprofit organization leaders. You know what have you? And yeah. now they're tasked with trying to figure out how they can, you know, <laughs> help fix this gap. It's so yeah. big.
0: <laughs> I mean, 140 million dollars. That's like that's, that's more than both of us make put together.
1: Oh, just a little bit. Yeah, Brett maybe included too. You know. Yeah, I mean <laughs> definitely. <laughs> but i don't know i think and this is a topic i'll definitely be covering a lot often just to yeah. see how it goes and it's going to take a while i think it just shows well, I mean,
0: that we're we're, we're a taxpayer focused newswire and when we're going to look at how they you know close a budget gap and if it leads to new taxes or anything like that that's it'll just be fascinating to watch
1: anything with numbers we love typing about
0: that's that's right <laughs> so um. Okay. Uh. That's 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 it. We're done. Uh. fine So. Uh, you know. Talking about numbers. Age is just a number. So I. I want to give a shout out to my wife Angela on her birthday. Uh, Ooh, that's happy about, birthday. Yeah. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Um. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Uh. That's about all the time we have this week on Washington in Focus. Thanks for hanging with me, Brett and Spencer. Rayleigh will be back next week if she doesn't get the bubonic plague. Make sure to subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcasts. We will be back next week with more great podcasts.